0: RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network.
1: The Trek Files, Season 4, Episode 16. Star Trek new show title, October 24th, 1986.
0: Welcome to The Trek Files, a look into the archives of Roddenberry Entertainment from the personal files of Gene Roddenberry. And now your host,
1: Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek
0: Well, welcome back Star Trek fans. Hey, all of our Star Trek historians, yes our canonistas, I say that lovingly and of course, all you Trekophiles spelled with an F We have a fun piece for you this week the ever-verbose the ever Bob Justman provides us with this week's document, which, as always, you can see right on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash thetrekfiles. So grab that if you can. Pull up a chair. Listen to this sample. And then I'll be right back with this week's guest.
1: To Gene Roddenberry from Bob Justman. Subject. Star Trek New Show Title. Listed below are some ideas for our new series title. Star Trek Future Trek Star Trek The Ultimate Mission Star Trek The Final Frontier Star Trek New Worlds and New Civilizations Star Trek A New Tomorrow Star Trek Forever Star Trek A New Generation Star Trek The New Generation Star Trek A New Dawn Star Trek the New Voyage. Star Trek.
0: Yes, Trekophiles. Um, we're going to have a bit of fun this week. We always have fun, but this is a especial piece of... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I even call it what if isn't because uh, the chronology will show that... I don't know what Bob Justman was after, but hey, whatever, we're especially having a bit of fun. It's always good to have good friend, friend of the show, and also the director... Um, You know him from Mission Log and Mission Log Live. John Champion. John, thanks for being
1: in today. Hey, awesome. I got to wear my producer hat and Uh, my host hat today Uh, all in one, which is great.
0: So this is, um, you you know, like I said, this is a bit of fluff. It's kind of fun. But there is is a context to uh, this list here because apparently... Bob Justman didn't get the memo that they've been using the Next Generation as a title for a couple of months now.
1: (laughs) Right? Yeah. Well. So first of all, I I know your love of all things Bob Justman and the man. You don't. The man could write a memo, (laughs) and uh, this is another great. In its purest, simple form, just a great expression of Bob's creativity, and. Part of me, uh, first of all, I I love the idea... He could do way beyond this. Oh, he could, absolutely. We have some of those. Part of me loves the idea that you could be a talented, highly paid, highly respected uh, TV producer, and like part of your job... Is just sitting down and coming up with a list like this, like the, to me, that's great. Like that's the ultimate job to have. Like I'm going to go into my nice mm-hmm. corner office, working for this franchise that has fans, you know, millions of fans all over the world, and I'm just going to come up with a crazy list of titles. And some of these are crazy, which course, we will get into. Yes, and of course yeah. he. It's not like he just waltzed into this wonderful job. He would had no, no,
0: of course, two He's... and a half years of suffering and insanity on the original series, right? From whence this came, and when which also provided its share of wacky doodle memos.
1: Well, so we have to put that <laughs> into context here because one of my favorite things in Stephen Whitfield's The Making of Star Trek yes. is the memo from Bob Justman to Gene Roddenberry about... Vulcan names. names. Spick and Spork and Sprock. Sprock and Sprock. Yeah. And, and it's just, it, it's like, okay, you're, you're having fun with this, but you're sort of kidding on the square. Are you making fun of Spock's name? Or are you just you know, like, what's going on here? It, it's hilarious for anybody who has not seen it. Go grab uh, the book off your bookshelf because you know yes. you have a copy. And he suggests that Vulcan names, because they have a character called Spock, Vulcan names should start with an S An N with a K sound. So here are all the variations in between. And what's funny is they kind of go with that. You have Sarek, you have later on, you have Sonak, you have all the, you know, so there are all these variations of that, but he's just. Having fun.
0: And, and yes, purists. Yes, my candidates, to buddies. Uh, later on, we get into uh, Tuvok and Tuvix yeah. and uh, Tuvix. Tuvix? And, uh, <laughs> I went there. Whoops.
1: Yeah, whoops.
0: And, and all the rest. So, uh, you know, d- d- back off here. Part of it was first year, early year. And this, yes, and the women to bring and all that. Yeah. I always look at that memo and all the other wonderful. And by the way, gang, Trecophile, you can't call yourself a Trecophile no matter where you came to Star Trek. No matter what your favorite series is, or generation, or what style of visual effects they use, whatever it is, please read the making of Star Trek. Yeah, uh, by Stephen Whitfield slash um, Stephen Poe. Stephen Poe. Yeah, uh, because it just it's just seminal. A, it gives you great great grounding in how TV is made. And forget the fact that this was written in 1968; it's still pretty much on the money. And you will learn so much about seminal Star Trek. Well, how I view those wonderful Bob Justman memos and the Herb Solo and Dorothy Fontana and Gene Roddenberry replies to all of them, where they start picking up the fact that Bob repeated the same name, like your name from number seven (laughs) in column one. Yeah. Um, I look at all that as much as the fun and humor as mental health. That's therapy.
1: right? Right. Because of their
0: long hours and the insane obstacles that were in their way to get a show done and the crazy path that was. And all of that had to be on Bob's mind. You know, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. This time,
1: yeah. <laughs> so right. coming
0: into Next Generation yeah. on a memo like this, but what the the bottom line behind this memo is? Okay, number one, let's remember that they the, the uh, as we famously found in our season one here, go back and find it, mm-hmm. um, our episode that that would be format mm-hmm. that had been devised without Gene was uh, was dated September. It was uh, yeah. it was September eighth. Right, calling it the next generation. So that that title had been floating around out there. It was the working title, if nothing else. But I also know it's fun to look back and see how that was the. This is the era of bonanza, the next generation. Yep, it was a huge, a huge
1: wave of. There were a uh, lot of revivals. Yeah, revivals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you you had. Well, loved both Second Wave shortly after, like, (laughs) around 1988, you know. um, uh, You had a sequel-slash-reboot of Mission Impossible. Mm -hmm. It didn't have a cool uh, moniker, like, Next Generation or anything. But it was becoming enough of a a trope that I
0: think people were wary. And all of these, we we all talk about these with such reference today. Not yeah. <laughs> because it was already a trope of, oh my God, they're so devoid of originality in Hollywood right yeah. now. They're just dredging up all the old titles. And I know there was, and I, that must have been what was in Bob's mind here.
1: I do have to wonder, though, if you, because we talked about that memo that uh, Gene got from Paramount saying, hey, here's the new Star Trek we're making, and you can just hear the gears going in his head and him putting on the brakes and, no, 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 no. this is going to be my Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Was there some point between that September memo and here October 24th, 86, where he's rounding up the troops, particularly Bob Justman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, elsewhere on this list, you have, uh, Eddie Milkes and David Gerald, Jeff Hayes, who was a Paramount at the time. Um, <laughs> y- you have to wonder, some guy. It, yeah, some guy as he's referred to, um, is he saying to them, Hey, Paramount came up with all these crazy ideas we might even change the title. Mm-hmm. You know, Let's make this our Star Trek. Let's not let them just tell us what Star Trek is going to be. Now, all things said, Next Generation is a pretty great title. Um, when you look at some of these in Bob's list, <laughs> there's just some bananas oh. stuff in here. Um, he does have the second generation. He does have the new generation. Uh, but some of these are crazy. Uh, Star Trek Beyond the Future, which just makes no sense. It's the most vague just that. We're going to put words like Beyond beyond and Future future in there because we like the way it sounds. I I
0: want rocket packs.
1: Uh, And then to the very end of the you know, Future Trek, Final Trek, Future Quest. Like, this sounds like just nonsense seventies well, TV. Brave to me. New you
0: know, Worlds might have kind of run into a, a, a
1: little, little bit of a yeah. copyright issue there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Beyond Eternity. <laughs> what? It, wow. And he literally he has on here Star Trek: The Search for Tomorrow. Um, Bob. There's a uh, another uh, copyright issue you're going to run into with that one. (laughs) I'm afraid to say.
0: Half of these did remind me of golden
1: age soap opera titles. Yeah, right. After that, right? Search for Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, The pioneers. I I mean, I I guess if we're doing wagon Train to the stars, I was going to say all the women women crewmen
0: wear bonnets. Yeah. In that (laughs) one, that's what comes up. Well, you know, and then some of these. uh, Oh, look on the first page here, Star Mm -hmm. Trek: The Final Frontier. Oh, look, it's. 2 years here before Star Trek 5 is released. So, you know, Star Trek 4 is what's what's hot and what's hot and current at the time, remember. Right. So, you know, the Eternal Quest, the Eternal Mission. Now, I'm sure the studio and licensing would be thrilled if that came true, <laughs> as well as most of the fan base. Sure. <laughs> You're promising it will never end. No more fallow years.
1: Although, it's funny, you have the Eternal Quest followed immediately by the Final Quest. Oops. It's like uh, what uh, first of all, what is this quest? Okay? What is this quest? Uh, Please define it's, that for it's me. Search, John. You know, it's a search. Oh, yeah, which you also have Star Trek: The Search. Mm-hmm. What? What? Okay. What? What is the search? You know, uh, I, it's just it's a very strange it's list. It's Like to a quest.
0: Me. A Quest is like a search. It's, it's, it's like a search. Like a search. It's, like a it's like a
1: quest. Yeah, it's a very uh, some of the ones that make a little more sense to me, like Star Trek: The New adventure, The mm-hmm. New Adventures. Mm-hmm. Sure, this is a show with all types of adventures, all types of storylines. Um, but it, it really just does sound like you're, you're throwing darts at a dartboard, or better yet, just opening up a dictionary and just stopping your finger on words that sort of look good. Well, yeah. of course they did. They didn't
0: have, <laughs> they didn't have Google Thesauri yeah, you know,
1: right, to do it. Here's right, their opening right. up pages. I love Star yeah.
0: Trek Enterprise 7.
1: Yeah, I, we just, I, okay, uh, they, here we Which go. was at it's the Enterprise time 7. They, see, And there yeah. was a
0: time when they were going to call it the Seven. The Enterprise Seven, and then they went with letters when, when Star Trek Four actually established the Dash A. And then went oh, and it was yeah. going to be he wanted. They started with uh, Enterprise G before they reeled it back in a few a few weeks. But you know, the dating wise, it's October. Dating wise, mm-hmm. it's October twenty fourth. Yeah, and the first, I mean, they're just starting to meet. The think tank is just the brain trust. Just the three or four of them are just starting to meet here. They issue the first very rough. Uh, draft bible on november 26th so right. yeah it is and it, which does carry the next generation i think bob actually comes back he doesn't let this go even in the next month or two he's still call, you know he's still spitting out names it's like it's like bob is the one in the group that just does, hates to see them go to the next generation and all and yeah. all seriousness aside yeah uh it really was. The next generation. It's like now the moniker about uh, the trope about not using Roman numerals in movie title sequels. Mm, mm-hmm. I right. really think Bob was starting to feel the heat about, oh, my God, if we call this the next generation, we'll be lumped in with Bonanza, the next generation, and yeah. Bob, both the next wave. And right. people will not think seriously about what we're trying to do here. So I don't blame him. I mean, we laugh at this now and yeah. say, come on, Bob, you're up against the, and we have the benefit of hindsight and say that sure. no. This sure. is the one Next Generation show that did survive the test of time. People do still talk
1: about this. Yeah. It, it is funny that he has Star Trek II, Roman numeral two on this list. Mm-hmm. Uh, A, because, uh, well... <laughs> You already had The Wrath of Khan come out in 1982, and that yes. is very clearly Star Trek II, Roman numeral two. And to this day, when you look at Star Trek II, even if you don't see the name The Wrath of Khan underneath it, your mind immediately goes there. Go back to the 70s, and even though we all talk sort of colloquially about Phase Two uh it was never called that it it was only ever called star trek or star right. trek 2 same thing with all the movie pro- there was never yeah.
0: you know the god thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Every project that he would, you know, wake up in the middle of the night and try to pitch to somebody through the 70s was just, right. they just roughly called it Star Trek Roman numeral 2. Right, right. So, yeah, why he has it is bottom of his list.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of funny, though, because you, you look through the archives here at Roddenberry, and there are numerous scripts mm-hmm. that either just say Star Trek or Star Trek 2. But you actually have to go through them and figure out, okay, what project are they actually right. referring to? Right. Is this the God thing? Is this the TV series? Is this something else? Because they would just generically, they, it's Gene, just one of the five scripts that became the Wrath Right, right, right. Would yeah. just, just slap Star Trek Two on top of anything. Anything you know? to come back. Well, um, I, I'm also surprised yes. to see on here Star Trek New Worlds to Conquer... Um, Conquer, not exactly. (laughs) I was going to mention that. Yeah, yeah, not exactly a word we use too often when it comes to Star Trek. It
0: sounds kind of brassy and militaristic to me. Yeah, a little
1: bit. Like they
0: were trying to get away from in the movies. An an
1: all-new imperialistic Star Trek, (laughs) yes.
0: (laughs) Just for you. We're going to not do the Klingon War saga in lieu of this title. (laughs) Uh, uh, And just on a personal note, I see Star Trek A New Dawn. Yeah. Uh, so in high school, our pop rock group out of our vocal music department was called New Dawn. Oh, no so way. I always, I always had this thing of kids in bell bottoms and uh, singing with tambourines when I see that.
1: Oh, uh, cool, cool. I can see some of these become... Star Trek episode titles mm-hmm. at some point, like Star Trek The Inheritors. Uh, it, there's a lot of, uh, particularly next-gen and well, honestly, into DS9 and Voyager, they're the and a yeah. word, you know? So definitely I could Star see Star Trek that. A Return. A Return, not, yes. Not the Return. Not the Return, A Return. Just Return. return. A return. Yeah. Um, and then well, did we mention New Voyage and the New Voyages? Mm-hmm. Of course, mm-hmm. you have the fan film series, New Voyages.
0: Well, I I'm surprised. All, every fan film from the golden age of fan films, when they were people were announcing a fan film every week, right? <laughs> right yeah, uh, all, way, way, way back, five, six years ago. Way back, yeah. uh, they would have loved this
1: list. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. There, there's some good stuff to mine here. I, I love uh, Star Trek: The Ultimate Mission again. So it, it's still sort of weird to me that some of these that feel. Very specific and very vague at the same time. So things like the search, the quest, the ultimate mission. It's almost like you're setting yourself up to tell a singular story. Instead of here is this big umbrella for hopefully seven seasons worth of shows where we can tell a lot of different tales underneath that,
0: or even the ultimate mission, or even one series, the ultimate series with no speak, sequels, no spin offs.
1: Yeah. You're right. setting
0: yourself up to go, well, that's it. We're just going to do this uh, comeback show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The
1: ultimate, uh, sorry. We already did the ultimate. We can't do any anymore. We're not anymore. bringing
0: our old cast back for one more mm. round. Yeah. We're setting up a whole new cast to only go out for one. Yeah.
1: Right, right. So it's a lot of fun. It just seems like a, um, you know, an interesting exercise that I have to wonder – how it got spurred was it gene in some offhanded comment saying oh maybe we should think of a different title because paramount came up with that terrible title of next generation maybe we should come up with our own or was it bob just screaming in the wind his, uh, yeah yeah i think it's yeah. just
0: bob screaming in the way i have to i have to also <laughs> i mean we hit just about everything on this list now I yeah think. yeah but i have to put in a special word for star trek redo which i can just see for mm. 42 years 47 years trying to explain is it redux? What is redo? Uh, Why are you naming it? Is that French? Like Jean Luc Picard is French?
1: Right, yeah.
0: And and Star Trek Unbound, which I just have this (laughs) if I had like uh, this image of Gene screaming, pulling the chains off of the 60s, you know, like uh, we're going to show all the naked Edo we can
1: here. Yes, yes. All the
0: naked people in naked time that we can.
1: Yeah, I I feel like Uh, uh, since there was not a Star Trek Unbound, there will have to be a Star Trek Unbound at at a certain point. At some
0: point. Because you know what we really did wind up from this list. What's that? Even though we just had twelve years in the in the desert, right? Star Trek Forever. The Star Trek
1: Forever. Yes, yes. Well, that that that's it. That's it. That, that's where we landed. We landed with Star Trek Forever. That's what we got now. Got to yeah. stop
0: there. Got yeah. That's a great place to land too.
1: But anyway, I agree.
0: I, yeah. John, who would have thought that we'd be able to talk about the Bob Justman unused titles? But, you know, it's Star Trek, and of course...
1: And I tell you what, listeners of The uh, the Trek Files, when you go to our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash The Trek Files, leave your own Star Trek title there. Uh, Leave it in the comments section, because I want to know what your good or terrible Star Trek title would be, (laughs) so please share those with us. And And you could
0: um, could do it from a 2019 perspective, or you can do it from a
1: 1986 perspective. Yeah, and uh, you will win a like if uh, if we <laughs> like or don't like your suggestion that's what you'll get <laughs> john
0: thank you wow thanks for springing okay. for that brand new contest
1: yeah <laughs> you got it
0: <laughs> the trek files is produced by roddenberry entertainment executive producer rod roddenberry additional production by ken ray all of our documents as always and your chance to comment are available at facebook.com/ the Trek files and yes, we want to see those title pitches. For more great podcasts, check out podcast.roddenberry.com And for more deep diving of Star Trek behind the scenes, visit Dr. Trek and portal 47. That's me at Larryrrynimcheck.com. Trek well everybody.